Welcome to the Psychic Today podcast, where we invite one of our trusted psychics to discuss a topic of choice. Enjoy. Hello, my name is Mags, mystical Mags, if you will. Um, today, I am going to be talking to you about spiritual portraits. Now, spiritual portraits, um, it is providing um, an artistic drawing using a variety of art material. Anything from the humble pencil, charcoal, chalk or oil pastels, acrylic or oil paints, anything of that artistic material. Now, this artistic drawing, however, it portrays the portrait of your deceased loved one in spirit or a deceased loved one in spirit. The portrait is then coupled with evidential information. This information is provided by the loved one in spirit. You might ask, how does that happen? Well, it's through blending with a medium such as myself and thousands of others who have the ability to bring forth this information improving life after death. Now, we've all been touched by grief in some shape or form, and this form of mediumistic ability provides tangible evidence of your loved one's presence, and it demonstrates they live on in the spirit world. So how do mediums perceive the information to translate into art form? Well, through our different psychic abilities, which we all have, if you learn to develop them, and whilst in the middle of working on a portrait, as a medium, I'm blending with spirit. They capture my attention. Their thoughts become my thoughts and their feelings become my feelings. Now, we all work differently as mediums in how we perceive the information. But clairvoyantly is, is one of them. And that is clear seeing, being able to see fully formed spirits, basically like seeing you or I um, in solid form or through the mind's eye. So that's almost like an image within your mind. Again, seeing all the form of spirit or even partially when you're seeing it in in your mind's eye sometimes they don't show you the full form they just show you part of what they look like but you will pick up other ways of gathering the information and we'll go through that so whilst whilst drawing you continue to receive other mental images 
and even symbols which you have to interpret. It's very much a juggling act, combining mediumship with drawing at the same time. Now, spirit will also come to me another way, clairvoyantly, but in my dreams. And it is an easy way for them to communicate. Normally, um, it's at the REM stage of dreaming, where the activity levels are pretty much like you're awake, but you're still asleep, but not in a deep sleep. So spirit will, spirit will literally stand before me so I can take in all their features. And amazingly, I hold on to the memory when I wake. Their clear image is still impressed on my mind. Now, they also <laughs> like to experiment. On one occasion, um, the only way I can describe it um, there was a conveyor belt of three spirits. First, a young lady, a little bit like the generation game, if you remember, and depending where you are in the world, but if you remember that program um, and how they're on a conveyor belt. Well, first there was a young lady, um, and she was just immediately just shown right in front of me. Um and she was sitting and she was smiling at me. You know, I could see that she had long blonde hair. She was possibly in her 20, 20s to 30s, um, quite slim, very much a sort of um, English rose complexion. Um, so just sitting there and I'm taking it all in, um, the way how her posture is, um, just basically it's all <laughs> thinking in somehow um then immediately i'm shown another lady an older lady this time um it's almost like that conveyor belt has gone along now and now i'm seeing this older lady and she's sitting quite seriously there's no smile she's older she looks quite weary um so certainly to the latter part of her life um, she's kind of slumped, you know, I'm seeing all her features. I think she was, she had short hair. Um, and you know, her expression was just, um, very serious. But then the conveyor belt moved again and I'm then shown, um, the form of a man, but looking away, looking over to the right um, in a way, but he's standing in front of a fireplace. So I'm seeing him standing. He's got one elbow on the top of like the mantelpiece over the fireplace um, with a forlorn kind of expression on his face, but not looking directly at me. So I've got a side profile um, that I would be drawing. Well, more of a three quarters actually. Um, so as soon as I woke, I grabbed my pad of paper and I drew all three, um, who to this day 
are very clearly etched on my mind. Okay, so that's just one way. Um, clear cognizance is another way to receive the information. This is all about clear knowing. So when you just suddenly know something to be true, even though you didn't see it, hear it or feel it, it's almost a stroke of instant insight or a download of information that needs no processing or interpretation. So for example, so whilst drawing a gentleman who, when alive, lived in, um, in America, um, and I just knew to include in my drawing this gentleman wearing a vest top. You know, this kind of, the male vest tops. Um, years ago, I think they used to wear it under their shirt. But anyway, it was just a vest top. Um, so that's what I drew. He didn't tell me anything. The actual spirit didn't tell me anything. Um, I wasn't seeing him with a vest top. I just knew I had to draw it. So when he was claimed by his loved one, she provided two photos, one when he was younger and one when he was older. And in both photos, he's wearing a vest top. Apparently, that was his favourite garment to wear day in and day out. So it's only right that it should be included in the drawing. So I just knew to actually put that into um, the drawing itself. Now, clear audience is clear hearing. So you're able to perceive sounds, words, or noise from spirit. Now, the ability to receive that intuitive information within, it's almost like you're hearing it within, or outer hearing, and it's like somebody's in the room with you. So I will often hear when drawing from spirit, I didn't like my unruly hair. I remember there was one lady, she had really curly hair and it was all over and she goes, I didn't like my unruly hair, <clears throat> is what I heard. Or um, a spirit would say, no, wasn't happy about my nose. Yes, it looked like that, but I wasn't happy about it. Um, a spirit will often speak out about parts of their features that they weren't happy with which of course is passed on with the evidential information. Because it might have been something that they spoke about when they were alive. So that just sort of corroborates the information. Now, clairsentient is clear physical and emotional feeling. So that's like experiencing the spirit's character whilst I'm drawing and we lay in the information. So, for example, I would say, this spirit comes forward with a great sense of humour. Or there's sadness around this, this spirit. Or, you know, they come through very emotionally. And I then start to feel emotion, you know, almost like I'm about to cry. Or if it is the sense of humour, you know, I've got this smile on my face. I'm feeling quite kind of jolly. Um, so I would physically pick up as well how they pass all their ailments. So my chest might start to feel tight or my arm starts to hurt. 
So although you cannot include this in your drawing, you of course make a note because it forms part of the evidential information that you're going to pass on to their loved one in identifying with this spirit. Um, when they do that, I quickly then say to them, thank you, can you now take it away? Oh, and then that feeling goes. All right. Claire Aliens is Claire Smelling. So you physically, or I physically, will smell roses or tobacco smoke. And um, the spirit confirms, because I'll be saying to them, okay, did you, um, did you like roses? Or was it a rose-type perfume you wore? Um, or did you smoke? And the spirit will confirm, whilst I'm drawing, that, yeah, they love roses in some shape or form or they smoked quite heavily. Now, clear gustians, which is clear tasting, they just like with the smell, you can physically taste something that is meaningful to that spirit when they were alive. So there was a spirit who was a biker <clears throat> when alive who was also interested in the mystic. He also loved his mother's apple pie. Again, I believe he was in America. Um, it was quite emotional how he told the story of his mother's baking. A wonderful memory for him, but you know, it just conjures up um, the atmosphere in the kitchen and what it'd be like him actually going to eat, um, you know, the, the apple pie. Um, so that's all part of it. So whilst you are drawing and including all the necessary information to bring the spirit portrait to life, you are also gathering evidential information about that particular spirit, such as how they relate to the person that they're trying to contact. Are they a family relation or somehow husband, wife, mother, daughter, child? Um, are they a friend um, and how they knew them? Because they could be a work colleague, they could have met as a work colleague, they could have been childhood friends. Um, you get a general gist to their character, um, what type of work they did, and it won't just be the last work they, they've done. You know, you also, you'd often get um, the story of what they might have started out doing, um, what they really enjoyed doing, what they were passionate about. You know, it just sort of led on. And they, they sort of give you um, a synopsis of their career. Um, what hobbies and interests they followed. Any special anniversaries. Um, now special anniversaries, they would often come through when there is a special anniversary. Remember the gentleman that had the vest top on? Well, initially, um, the lady, I think was his partner who, who claimed him, um, she, couldn't, um, she couldn't identify with some of the information initially. Um, and then, and I told her, that's fine, just go away and, you know, just sort of think about it. You know, don't stress over it too much. Um, 
And then she came back within the next day and she could take every single point. And then she told me that um, on this particular day, it was his birthday. So he came through on his birthday for her. How wonderful. So um, special anniversaries, you know, they mention your birthday. They'd mention um, other loved ones' birthdays or any kind of um, anniversary, or even if there's like a christening coming up, you know, future events. Um, a lot of times when they are trying to contact, contact their loved one, they'd also, how, how they pass memory, some kind of memory, sorry, they will actually say how they actually passed, um, some kind of memory that relates to the spirit and that individual and any message they wish to pass on to them. Their loved one may be going through a difficult time in their life, which is one of the reasons the spirit comes forward to provide comfort and words of encouragement. And a lot of the times that's all they kind of need um, in order to sort of get back on track again. Now, there are two famous spirit portrait artists who have appeared on TV, had articles written about them, and where they have written books on the subject and their experience. Now, the first one is Marlene Coral Jonasson. But she was known to millions as Coral she was um, she was born in 1924 to 2001. She was dedicated to spirit as a spirit artist for 54 years. Now, Coral first learned of her talent during World War II after she met with a psychic medium who told her that she would be a famous psychic artist. She was a trained commercial artist, so she combined her artistic talent and psychic gifts into a technique that enhanced the experience of reaching the spirit world. Coral claimed that the dead people's spirits helped her make the drawings. Cora began her journey as a psychic artist by drawing medium, medium guides. But it wasn't until after she met another famous um, spirit portrait artist that she realized that she, she should be drawing pictures of loved ones who had passed. Coral said that many of her communicators didn't explain the messages she was passing on. We are just purely telephone lines, nothing more. Now, the other one was Frank Lear, and he was born in 1886 and died in 1972. He has been a clairvoyant from a child, or he was a child. But for many years, he followed the normal vocations of being a journalist and a cartoonist, until one day he decided to combine all his gifts 
Now, the usual method is for a prospective sit-up to telephone him. And don't forget, we're going back in time. And for Leah he, to begin sketching a dead relative who is connected with the telephone caller. While he was making the sketch, Leah gives a running commentary of evidence from the spirit communicator so that recognition is complete even before the sitter has seen the portrait. On many occasions, Leah has foreknowledge of the telephone call. He awakened to see a spirit face in front of him. Now, Leah maintains that there is nothing ghostly or airy about these spirit visitors. He does not see them in that way. They're not even transparent figures. They are quite solid. They are alive and intensely vital. He can walk around them as though they were living persons on Earth, just as if they were models posing for an artist. They will stand still while he takes notes of their shape, proportions, and any other identifiable details where they are experienced communicators. They show themselves very clearly. He's quite normal. The outstanding feature is the speed with which they are done. Once he finished a complete drawing, and I'm going to tell you, this is quite shocking, in nine seconds. 30 seconds is fairly common when dealing with good communicators. We're talking about good spirit communicators. And generally, the time taken is from three to five minutes. Okay? Just amazing. There are many mediums who are spirit portrait artists like myself, but none as famous as those two. Okay, just to wrap up, um, I run a Facebook group solely dedicating to providing free spirit portraits to people. It helps people to heal. Um, and it helps people to know that their loved ones are, are okay because that's what people worry about when they pass on. I also run workshops, The Art of Spiritual Portraits, for people who are aspiring to do this type of work. I help develop their mediumship ability, gain confidence, where I inspire, guide, and nurture people's abilities in working in tandem with spirit and getting them to develop a closer relationship with the spirit world. Right, well, I'm Max, and I hope you've enjoyed gaining more insight into the intriguing world of spiritual portrait. Love and light to you. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to like and subscribe so you're up to date with the psychic world. You can also find us on social media using the handle at psychic today.